Oh, Maria, say it loud, and there's music playing. Say it soft, and it's almost like rain. Maria. Sorry, I've been singing West Side Story songs for like the past three days, and the shit is fucking amazing. I'm about to go find the shit on the fire stick ASAP. But this is Levi Bertie. Another episode of the Old Nigga Section, live from the couch, early on Monday morning. I meant to do this last week, um, but shit, I, man, I don't, I don't know what happened to me last week. Last week was, seemed like just odd, and I felt like I just slept and wanted to drink Hennessy every day. And I had actually went like a couple, couple weeks, really not even drinking, drinking like that. But... We had a guy's trip. Uh, we went down. We were supposed to go to DR, and that shit folded. Um, but we ended up going to Atlanta, and I tell you, this was really one experience. I mean, from the very top of it to the very end of it. Well, no, I don't say the very end. The end of it was pretty boring, but, well, at least for me. But um, let's get let's get to it. All right, so... Maybe like what we what day did we leave? We left on Thursday. Maybe like Monday or Tuesday before we left, we was in our group chat talking and somebody said, Can somebody post the address so we can see around the place? Because we booked the Airbnb um just based off pictures. And so we looked around and we looked and said, Damn. This, you know, this doesn't look like a really good neighborhood based on what the place looked like in the pictures. Because in the pictures, the place looked great. You know, the place, all, all we had was the inside pictures. And so after looking at the outside, it kind of changed everybody's, you know, motherfuckers were saying they don't even want to go on the trip no more because of that. And me, I'm, t- I'm saying, because I don't live in Atlanta, let's at least see the place before we try, you know, before we just bash it. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we might get there and, you know, it might be gentrified like, you know, like we was told pre-trip that it was. So, all right. You know, we kept the faith. All right, well, I can, I'll can say I kept. Let me change that. I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for me. I kept the faith. A lot of people didn't. But, you know, as I told them, I'm a man. I'm a, I'll make it. If another man made it out there, then shit, I can make it too. So... We get to Atlanta, we're riding downtown, and we're like, damn, man, that's a lot of fucking white folks. Usually I see a lot of black people when I'm in Atlanta, in, in Atlanta, but as soon as I get there, all I see is white folks, which ain't a bad thing. Uh, we're maybe like a mile and a half from the residence, from the Airbnb residence. And we're looking at each other the whole time, and we're saying, man, shit, this shit might be fucking amazing, nigga. This shit look great. We're, like, right here from downtown. Like, the stadium's, like, right there. Like, you walk, you can you can get there in no time. So we're thinking, this is about to be the shit. But let me tell you something. Man, 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 you talking about a rude fucking awakening and a wasted fucking day. Because that shit spoiled the entire fucking day. We're driving, and we crossed. I never. I, I'm driving. I'm driving the car. We crossed the railroad tracks, and I say, "Oh shit, boy, I was wrong. I was completely wrong. Like we were smack dead middle of the hood, and ain't nothing wrong with black people because we black. 
we love black people and shit like that but um in the words of king <laughs> i gotta use king words on this one if i don't live like this when i'm at home why would i go on vacation and live like this i didn't appreciate it but i understood because when i got there i was like oh fuck so we pull up and we see niggas walking up and down the walking up and down the street and uh, hey people walk everywhere ain't no ain't no problem with that the difference is that these people was a little bit different that mouth was moving a little bit funny and that kind of changed everything so the first thing we see um, from the location are heads walking up and down the street to this spot and i'm talking about like and this carried on not only during the daytime but all night long every time we went outside to smoke or talk or anything like that we see the motherfuckers walking up and down the street whoever lived down that street is a fucking thousandaire or close to a millionaire they got to be in six figures the way people was coming up there it was it was walmart traffic but but it was just niggas walking so the shit the shit was fucking crazy so when i saw that you know i had to admit i had to admit that i was wrong um everybody was pissed and we had to find another house so that whole thursday that was pretty much wasted because after we went to spawn divis we came back to the house and we didn't want to drink we just went to sleep we all all me dane coop and mark these are my homeboys if y'all, if y'all hear me say names it's usually my close homeboys so we uh, went there went back to the house just went to sleep we all end up sleeping on the couches because the motherfucking place was actually nice inside but the the whole shit was fucking dirty as fuck yo like i'll 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 say this it's gonna be i'm i'm probably not gonna ever stay another airbnb i I probably unless it's like something like that i paid like outrageous money for i would never never do it again because of that experience like the nigga had a dog to live in the house you could smell the pit you could smell the piss on the floor i mean like you could just smell a dog and you could and then you walk around the house you like damn this motherfucker ain't even clean the shit toilets fucked up the nigga had weed on the mantle it, it was just like it, it was it was a horrible experience man and we sitting around there and everybody got guns in their hand and it's just like man this is this this really was an experience now now we made it don't get me wrong but pleasurable experience it kind of like for me it it took everything a step down like i was I'm not even gonna lie, shit. I was just like, man, fuck this shit. I just let me just go home. I, I can go home, like be with my family, and and save some money because all I felt like I did was just waste money. But the next day we decided and said, fuck it, let's get another house, and that's exactly what we did. Now what I can say is it was everything that we could possibly ask for. It gave us all of the room. It was like thirty. I mean, it was eleven or twelve of us, one of them. But it gave everybody everybody a bed. Like it was room for everybody. It was it was awesome. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is early in the morning as I'm recording. So if I'm yawning anything, I apologize. I hope this mic. Um, oh, I tell you, my wife got me a mic. This shit is fucking great. So hopefully, um, this makes the the sound experience a tad bit better. At least I'm hoping for. At least I'm hoping for that. All right, so this was Thursday, Friday. Friday we got the new house. Boys come in town. We about to have a good fucking time, and we decided to go out to um, this spot. Mall suggested sweet. It's like a restaurant, but it turns into a club. And I must say, 
we carried that bitch out. And that's a fact. Like, we sat there and just chilled and ate. And then, like, once it got time to just start drinking stuff, that's exactly what we did. And that's where all of the fun and everything began. Now, see, now, uh, it's, the crew was split. It's like it's a, half of us are married and half of us are not. So, the married niggas, we are living through the single niggas at this point. We are having a blast. And we are watching them work. And this shit is this shit is spectacular because they're just going like the, the single guys are going for it. They're they're going for the gusto. They're mingling, talking. I'm just sitting back like a weirdo. About to say shit. Because I don't want to get stabbed. I really I was I was really sitting there looking like, man, if I say something, just even communicate, you know, just have a harmless conversation with a woman. I, f- I just felt like my wife was just going to see it and just come back. And I get home and she just stabbed me in my sleep. So it, it kind of just kept me just off to the side. And once everybody started to drink, I kind of got into protection mode because, you know, my boys get drunk. We in, we in another town, you know, ain't like we can carry guns inside the building or anything like that. So, you know, I got to be ready with the fist. So I ain't drink. I just chilled out and just kind of maintained and watched. But from that angle of not being drunk, it pissed me off because I wanted to get drunk. But I got to see a lot of stuff that probably everybody else didn't get a chance to recognize and stuff like the jokes was just on a high level. And I really want to uh, deep dive into this, but I can't. I, I really can't. It was it was just too fun. It's one of the things that you kind of had to be there. Um, to see it, but I will tell you one one funny part of it. So, two of the single niggas, one of the single niggas, he's look, he's looking at he's looking at this young lady. And he's he's telling me, say, yo, I, you know, she she get she give me the eye, and I'm gonna say something to her. And then there's another another friend who's really drunk, and he's saying the exact same thing, but I don't think he's getting the eye from her. <laughs> So they're kind of like not to say competing because one guy she's already chose, but then the other guy thinks that she's choosing him. So he's coming back to the table like, yeah, I'm gonna pull that. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be me. I'm telling you, she own it. She own it. She want me. So he walk up to her, start dancing. He <laughs> and it just it would just seem like the most awkward shit ever because you could if you're just watching from the side, you can be like, well, she's clearly feeling this other guy. But you were still stepping in, and that shit was fucking hilarious. It's like, how do you know? How do you know who's feeling you? Remember, I talked about the. Nah, I ain't even bring that up. But um, how do you know? How how can you determine if a woman is feeling you? How do you know it? Now, one of the things that blew my fucking mind is that the lady that we're actually talking about that my um homeboy was with. She's actually married. So I'm watching and I'm just like, first thing I kept saying like, well, I got my ring on. She got her ring on. And the other girls at the table got their rings on. But another girl got her ring on. So I'm sitting back and I'm like, well, they doing a little bit too much mingling in general. Like this this choosing shit is a whole, whole different ball game. So I'm, I'm watching 
And I'm seeing the mingling with the single friends with the married women, and they're just having a fucking blast. And I look over and I see another table. Then I see some other single friends jump on that table. And I'm sitting back saying, like, man. Y'all niggas ain't never do this shit when I was in the game. When I was in the game, I tried to get y'all to go hang out with some bit, hang out with some single females. It'll be damn problem. But these niggas having a fucking blast, and I'm married now, so I and I just watched, like I said. But it was just a, it was just a lot of dirty making going on. Like it was just like, yo, <laughs> you're grown. You shouldn't be dirty making. If she's not choosing you, then she, then you ain't been chosen. You just gotta walk away. But I can't. Not, damn, see, it's, it's so much I wrote down that I want to get into about this night, but I ain't gonna do it. But I will talk about um, what happened. What happened with me? Um, a few episodes ago, I talked about wanting to, you know, going out and how counterproductive it is for me in particular because shit if i can't look look this is let me just say this clear as day and baby please don't shoot me for talking like this but look, like i really gotta ask myself like what is the purpose of certain things like it really it really doesn't matter like it's like going to the strip club if i go to the strip club and i spend three hundred dollars and i ain't fuck nothing then i wasted a lot of fucking money a lot of money now, I'm not saying that I go to the club and fuck women. This is not the 90s that you can do stuff like that. Not saying that I've done that, but I'm saying that for the people who have done that, I'm just saying you got to have you got to have a real reason to go out like it 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 really makes no sense because logically you're spending extra money on bullshit. Now you're having an experience, you're having fun, but let me let's let's break it down like this. Say I got a table at a club, all right, all right, and I I buy some bottles, all right, all right. Now there's a couple thousand invested into a table and bottles because everything is overpriced. You invite women to your section, and you don't take none of these ladies home with you. You got them drunk for free. Just for them to go home and give that wet cat to somebody else. Who the fuck wants to do that shit? Not I said the cat. Not me. No, sir. Mm-mm. I don't believe in stuff like that. Like, if, if I'm going to get out here and I'm going to invest some money, I need something in return. You know what I'm saying? If I take my wife out to eat, you can best believe I'm expecting not. Let me say, I'm not expecting something in return, but at least be nice to me. Something. Shit, rub my head or something. I don't know. All I'm saying is that with there's you know cause and effect, action, reaction. If I make the action of buying a table or buying rounds of drinks, there has to be some kind of expectation that something's going to happen outside of just walking away saying, "Oh, those are some real nice guys. Oh, he was a really nice person. He did all this for me, and he ain't even get no pussy." No man, not I said the cat. So can't do it. But while I'm thinking about this shit, I, I know I've been um I don't know if y'all pay attention to sports and shit like that, but um over the weekend as well this current weekend, 
We had Colin Kaepernick who had his workout with the NFL. And man, I must say that shit there. You know when they say you're not supposed to have like certain conversations at work? This was one of those times. Now mind you, um, I guess I probably told y'all before, I work I I used to work third shift and I'm and last well, Saturday was my last night working overnight. So I'm talking to some of the guys that guys that I fuck with there. And we're just having a conversation and we're watching the Colin Kaepernick thing. And so they're looking at it and they're saying, Nah, why is he coming out? Like why is he why is he saying something? He shouldn't have said nothing. He making Jay-Z look bad. Nigga, fuck Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z to death. But I'm going to say this right here. And I'm going to say this shit clear as fucking day. Nigga, fuck Jay-Z. Nigga, are you fucking kidding me? You niggas are dick riding that hard that you can't even see some bullshit taking place? What kind of cool shit is going on here? So, these niggas that I work with were expecting Colin Kaepernick to let the NFL fuck him over again with this bullshit ass fucking workout Alright let me calm down Let me get calm The workout that the NFL set up for Colin Kaepernick did not seem fair to me um, Usually when there's an undrafted When there's a uh, Not undrafted free agent But any free agents They usually work out with teams on Tuesdays They work out on Tuesday Because it's, it's the middle of the week And the scouts can be there Because the scouts from Thursday At college games And Saturdays are at college games But the NFL said Oh fuck it We're gonna set this up right here on Saturday Yeah uh, they get there and from the reports they're making them sign waivers and stuff and and all of these all of these things that usually don't take place um, on normal workouts from what from what I've been reading and it just made me just say like yo I'm 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 damn near disgusted disgusted with the NFL and I'm disgusted with people because it's like sometimes in life you come across people and you say. You're, you are the descendant of ancestors who told on Harriet Tubman. You fucking coon ass fucking niggas, yo. Y'all niggas is just so y'all y'all love the white man so much that y'all can't even y'all can't even see nothing else. Y'all expect this man to just sit now mind you, Colin Kaepernick been silent for three years, just waiting for his opportunity. Says something. He finally says one word about the fucking situation and how he's been treated. And motherfuckers say that this motherfucker was supposed to get up there and start tap dancing. And, oh no, sir, master. No, sir. I want a job, sir. I want a job. Nah, man, y'all, you get the fuck out of here. You got to be a fucking cool ass fucking nigga to even see this shit. This shit made the man. Oh. Whew. But you know what? One thing I can say is just like um. Like in, in I live in Greensboro, some little hate group coming in town and they supposed to be speaking around town and stuff like that. And it it all I always say this. It's better that I know where you stand than for me to not know where you stand. Because there's a lot of times and a lot of situations where you can see people and they can it's it's just I right, give give you an example. It's like the Trump supporters. There are people who were just like, I can't vote for Trump. He's a fool. But they still voted for him. But then I have a homeboy who was like, man, I ain't voting for no woman. I'm voting for Trump. And he was clear as fucking day. And it made sense. I couldn't say like, man, are you seriously voting for Trump? He he at least was strong in his conviction and strong in his choice. 
you gotta know what you gotta know what people stand. You gotta you gotta know what people stand, yo. If if somebody is out here being racist or or coonish, at least I know where you stand. I know it. You're not hiding your coonery. You're not hiding all your ignorant shit. I know exactly who you are, and that shit is very 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 important to me. Now, just because I know where you're saying don't mean I gotta like that shit. So them little niggas at work who did that shit. I, them niggas ain't even speak to me for the rest of the fucking night And that was my last night And they know why they didn't speak And they know why I didn't speak <laughs> Cause nigga we was looking at each other like I can't believe you coon ass niggas man And then the white man coming to come in the break room Oh yeah these, he, that's exactly right That's right he shouldn't, he shouldn't play And they up there agreeing with him I'm just like look at y'all niggas So busy looking for the white man love Fucking coons Oh if y'all ain't watching bigger, you are fucking losing. This shit is fucking great. The end of this of episode ten, spec fucking tackle, yo. BT plus superb. I, I really, I really fucks with the app. Um, Disney plus drop. I fucks with that app too, cause it got all my Marvel shit, and I love it. Let's see, let's see. I'm trying to keep this shit short because wife said the last episode was too long. I didn't want to start that video. So I'm like, shit, I gotta get I gotta get more interesting stuff um for it to go through and then and be a better episode. But I do have my IG beauty of the week. Hold on, let me pull this thing up. Hold on, let me get this name. Alright, so it is Hold on. Hold on. I usually put it in there. It's underscore natural girl fit underscore. This is the beauty of the week. Underscore natural girl fit underscore. Yeah. And she's a nice person as well. So so that's the new follow of the week. I'm trying to think is there anything that I missed or something that I want to talk about. Nope, I think that's it. But I'm probably going to record another episode today as well because this one's early in the morning, so this shit like spur of the moment and it probably sounds like trash. But I just really want to see how this mic sounds. So if this mic sounds good, then I'm going to get better. And if my homeboys actually come through, we can actually record this thing together because I know my um, homeboy Dane wants to jump in on this and I need somebody to bounce some ideas off of, my homegirl Keisha. She been MIA, so I'm not sure what she's going to do as for joining in. But as always, you can find me on Twitter. That's the best place to talk to me. Levi Bertie, as always. I will say hit me on the book, but I'm not on the book. But that's probably that might be probably a great place to promote shit. But it's so much coonery up there. I can't. The niggas up there is fucking. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, Facebook just ain't for me no more. I just I can't do it. I can't do it. But um, I want you all to have a blessed day, have a blessed week. Um, thank God that I'm first shift now, so I'll be to do I'll be to do a lot of shit because my life will be more focused now instead of me just having to pass out randomly through the day or be up all night long. I'll be on first shift. Yay, 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 yay! But once again, stay black. If you're white, stay black. 
If you're Spanish, stay Spanish. And if you've never seen West Side Story, go see West Side Story. Some of the greatest songs and dancing that you can see from people. And it taught me about Spanish people because I didn't know any Spanish people or met a Spanish person prior to watching it. And I really enjoyed that culture from that show. I moved from that movie. But be blessed. Thank you again. I'm Levi.